going to VAR. They're checking. <laughs> hey, Connie. Check complete. Let's head over to the bar. Yo, yo, yo. What it do, my peoples? Episode 77 of the Bar Bar. Um, quick fact as well. Like, who, who remembers Saka's old number? He was 77. Um... Mkhitaryan was 77 when he came to Arsenal because um, of some European clash because he was actually number seven. But shout out now a new number seven though, Saka. Um, what are you man saying anyways? Yeah, we good, man. What are you Hi, saying, bro? Another w the is W only. is sweet. Come on. Sweet <laughs> W. Strictly Strictly as you can hear, <laughs> certain man have checked in. It's game week two of the Premier League. I've checked in in the W Hotel. Um, while well, some of us, like I said to Kenna, my manager's still waiting to give me the approval. <laughs> so. Yo, Munya, we need to find a new a new hotel for the L's, man. Someone said hostel, yeah, now. Bunk bed. <laughs> <laughs> bunk bed. 16 man <laughs> <laughs> in East New York. <laughs> you, know, you know how wild that is? Like 10 man. <laughs> bunk bed. What, what, one, sh- one shower in the whole building. <laughs> Bro, people will be telling me do it for experiences. You fools. <laughs> <laughs> what I'm saying is, Wait, that shower's a bomb site. <laughs> no, I said that shower in them hostels is a bomb site. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I mean, obviously, as well, talking about travels, a couple of teams have been on their travels. We're going to touch on some European games for those that have started their European adventures. Um, but we're going to go straight into the transfers, man, because as we know, um, the window shuts soon, end of the month. Couple of, how many days is it? Is it who knows the deadline? Is it is it the 31st ten, of August? Ten, 10 days away? Uh, yeah. It's yeah. the uh, last last day of August, I think. Because I remember last year they moved it to September, didn't they? They, they kind of extended it because of the whole COVID business and Wahala. Um, but in the last week, Gunas, um, they announced two sign-ins. Um, Odegaard has returned to the Emirates now on a permanent basis. Um, reports were he's going to go out alone and they're going to sign at the end. But it looks like his time at Madrid has come to an end. Um, and then also... Um, Aaron Ramsdale um, has also now signed for Arsenal. Um, most likely going to be the number two keeper. Um, but in the streets, they're saying, you know, he could be pushing for that number one spot next season. As we all know, um, Leno has errors in him. Um, and maybe this is the challenge that he needs to step up. So I'm going to go straight to Tosin because obviously you are obviously T Martinez. Um, let's just touch the with the Ramsdale transfer. How, how are you feeling about that? Can't lie, man. I'm not feeling great about it. Um, I don't feel as if he is of our level, but then, I mean, I'm watching us week to week and I'm wondering at what, what is our level, if I'm honest. So, I mean, he might actually just be a good fit for us if I'm keeping it 100. Um, terrible signing. For me, I don't understand why player of Ramsdale's quality, you're like spending weeks and months like tracking this sort of player. He's not like a game changer like he's not going to be a game changer at the position I don't even think he's better than Leno so I, I don't really get the move personally and I just see Edu smiling as if he's done something good and I'm not seeing any good if I'm honest now Toast I'm going to stop you there because personally I don't see a big difference between Leno and um, Ramsdale I mean we all know that Leno has errors in him so I think this could be a good signing for us Man, like I said, didn't it, man? For me, if you're gonna if you're gonna get a goalie, like you want to get a, a a game-changing goalie, you don't want to be going back and forth week to week between goalies of the same level, isn't it, man? For me, it's it's just a strange signing because we've been moving heaven and earth to try get him, but I'm not really seeing what we're seeing in him. If I'm honest, is it not? Um, because. Obviously, I read I read a few things and people were basically saying, obviously, that David Ornstein was saying, like, oh, where was Edison at 23? Where was Retete at 23? Is it not, uh, what do you call it? Like, uh, because he's a young goalie, so you've, people, have, people are seeing the, ah, uh, why am I losing track of thought? Andy, I know exactly what you're saying. Because he's a young goalie, so people yeah. are seeing the potential in him. Is that not um, what the- That's exactly it. Um, there was about two other keepers that were, that were in that Um I saw that statement by um, the guy from the um, Athletic. Like Edison was on the keepers mentioned. They were twenty-two. They were pushing. There's actually another one when David. On the rumor. Yeah, but David Seaman, 
obviously former Arsenal great goalkeeper even came out and said look when he got his move from QPR to Arsenal everyone thought at the time like what what's he going to do he ain't going to play at Arsenal all in Swahala so you know I mean I think I think the thing with um, the thing that I, I really worry about Ramsdale is his positioning his positioning is awful literally every single game that I've seen him in so, he, punch, he punches everything he never catches anything he never catches never. yeah but, but, but you know, it's not, it's not even that. On top of that, for me, I always think keepers, they need to be dominant. And to be an Arsenal mm. goalkeeper, I think even more, we've seen against Brentford, you need to be dominant. And Ramsdale's probably towards the bottom of the list of being a, a dominant keeper. The streets are saying he's about to do a 3 P of relegations, man. That's, that's his <laughs> level, man. No, but with all due respect, bro. though, who can Arsenal actually get... And I don't mean that rudely. Like, like who, who realistically, if you were to say, that Leno's leaving, but Leno's leaving, we want to get a replacement if if, if he's leaving or not, whatever, or we want to get someone to compete with Leno for the number one spot, who'd you get? Because there's miles better options, man. There's miles for 30 million. Talk to him. Are you you a keeper from Sheffield? Nah, man. Yeah, no, who, like, I think if 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 you are going to go for another keeper, you're probably going to take a punt on like a like a foreign keeper that has potential. But in theory, like isn't it isn't it better to almost like trust the devil you know rather than do you get what I'm saying? When I like mm. when I say like nah. Bro, if I'm honest you, with you, yeah, you keep man. keepers keepers have longer careers in it, so there's still plenty of time for him to you know potentially hit some sort of upside. But for now, I just I don't I don't see him. Given any real competition to Leno, and for that's, me, it's know. it's more just a case of like Arsenal have like a lot more pressing issues that I think are like bearing to everyone that watches them. I don't get why their their big their big their big like chase was a backup keeper or a keeper that's not going to come in and basically make a difference, like a substantial difference straight I away. Mean, it's that's why I don't the get competition personally. for um, Leno. That's why we brought a second keeper in because the other guy, Alex, whatever, was not going to get a look in. <laughs> We needed someone to give Leno some competition. You know, I get, I get, I get the move, but I just yeah. think you need a right back to start. You don't no, need competition. Of course we do, but that's because now Arsenal need to now the next phase is they've said is that they're going to do the clear out now with Odegaard, who we're going to shortly move on to, um, and now Ramsdale signed. It's now the out going to Arsenal, and whilst on that, um, the names in the mixture are definitely Hector Bellerin, um, Reese Nelson is future is not certain yet. Um, and I think Willian as well could be through <laughs> the door. So, yeah, we hope that obviously uh, is the way forward. But, Jake, get a little laugh there. What's your club doing? <laughs> you've now, you've now um, confirmed, well, in, in the last week, um, Lukaku, who made his debut today. Um, we're going to talk about the Arsenal Chelsea game. Um, I've also seen some outgoings now at Chelsea. What's going on there um, in the blue side of um, London. Um, we're just getting rid of everyone that's shit, really, that's just got a contract with us but doesn't actually turn up. So Zappa Costa, a modern day Chelsea legend, of course, has um has left the building. He's going to Atalanta. So no doubt in that team he's gonna get like 10 assists and actually perform really well. Um Emerson's gone on loan. Like we we do this really good tr- trick at Chelsea where we loan out players, but we extend them for another year. For no particular reason, it seems like they always go protect their value. It's like we you don't have any value. That's why we can't sell you. So like Emerson's gone on loan to Marseille. Um, Michi Batshuayi's gone on loan to Bajiktas. We're apparently loaning out Bakayoko to AC Milan. Like just it's just getting rid of the four some of the forty two players that end up in the squad. But obviously, like say the main news is Romelu is confirmed. And he's just beautiful. He's just beautiful. It's, it's good. It's a proper, good. A proper club that does proper business, man. Um, I, and I saw like um, a list earlier this week as well of like your outgoings. I think you've you've got back uh, over one nearly or nearly one million, one hundred million in um, outgoings. Obviously, after how much you spent. So shout out, Roman. Like he he. <laughs> If, doesn't mess about does bro, not mess about he, he doesn't and um, certain man like I do and Arteta just need to take note man <laughs> um, Calvin what's going on at Tottenham bro like what's going on I'm hearing um, Endon Belair wants to leave as well like what's going on with Kane in goings like what's happening bro well yeah the Endon Belair news didn't really come as a shock he's not featured in in pre-season at all has he not you know Nah, no. Harry's got a belly now. Well, I've heard, but then I see a, a picture of him looking trim. So 
I was excited for Ndombele this season, like thinking he was going to play. I think last season he actually showed himself a bit more, but Nuno's come in and said he's, he's not ready. He's not part of the matchday squad. He wasn't part of the UEFA Conference League 25-man squad either. So it's looking like his career's kind of done at Spurs. It's just a case down of, tools. <laughs> somewhat, I think so. I, I don't know if he's ready to put the work in and it's enough's enough now. He's, he was bought for record money. He's been at the club for two years. Um, and it's just not worked out. So I'd, I'd say get rid. You can have all the talent in the world, but if you can't apply it, then there's no point. So it's a so bit of a Bayern, sour one. Bayern Munich offered Tolisso and money in it for him as well. I did see links with yeah, that. I don't know how legit it is, but I just say get rid. If we can get rid, get rid and get a replacement, 100%. But with the and, and you know what's that? Soon. It's, the, it's horrible as well because no one in this window is going to pay even close to 45, 40 exactly. M's for him. It's P. Exactly. It's P. And he's on 200 bags a week as well. So Mad Tillis. Mad Tillis. Wow. Like, in an is ideal, it, in an ideal an, world, we should get him, try and integrate him into the squad because there's no doubt in his yeah. ability. But but is it an attitude problem though? Like, is it is it something it must to do be. with him? I heard murmurs about this even before his last club. Yeah, because I'm thinking like for Nuno just to not fancy him at all when he's just arrived, has he already seen stuff he doesn't like in him? It, it must be that because obviously Poch wasn't there for long enough to be able to see. Uh, Jose had problems with him. Okay, he, he come good to a certain extent, showed some, showed some glimpses, but same with Nuno, it's got to be his attitude now. Mm. Like You can have all the ability, like I said, but if you don't apply it, if you don't work hard in training, then there's no you're no use to the team. So yeah, I, I'd say get rid really if we can. Uh, mm-hmm. In terms of Harry Kane, obviously, yeah, we'll talk about it a bit more. But came off the bench today. Um, look, it's hard to tell how he looked. He looked all right. Should have scored actually. But I think it looks like he's going to stay at the club. Which I don't know. I feel a bit weird about. I don't know. Whether, part of me wants him to go. Part of me wants him to stay. But. If he does stay, we've got a 20 goal a season striker there, isn't it? So it's not the end of the world. My thing is just mentally, where where's his head going to be at, really? The, the positive thing, Kane will never down tool, man. That's what I think we're all sure, right? If Even if he stays in no, I'm not sure. move, he, no, he I'm won't not down sure. tool. The way, the way he's moved. No, I'm this, not sure. I'm, I'm, I'm not, not sure. It's another thing. I actually <laughs> want to know exactly what happened because I, yeah. I, I don't, it's almost for me, I think it's, it's, it, I can't picture Harry Kane just not turning up to training without some something else. And I know maybe I'm giving him too much grace in it because if it was another player, maybe I wouldn't. But just the Harry Kane, the England captain, as we know it all, yeah. I just I, I think there's a lot more to the story than what it means to I personally. I'd agree. But, but I think, you know, the biggest thing for me, like, if he stays and he, he scores, I'll still celebrate whatever else, but there will always be that mm-hmm. sour taste. And I think mm-hmm. it's because regardless of what happens or what's been said, yeah, you don't let your fans down and the club down. It's clear that he's had some sort of agreement with Levy, whether it was verbal, nothing's been written down. Yeah. But Man yeah. City have not come with a substantial bid. So what do you expect? If I value you at a certain amount as a chairman of a club and, and no one's coming with that bid, there's no one in this world can tell me that Jack Grealish and Harry Kane are worth the same amount of money. So if City aren't coming with the right money, you've you got to stay Harry. And he's got to honour his contract, honour the club that gave him his chance, honour the fans that sing his name week in, week out. And he's let us all down. So, but in terms of Willie down tools, I'm not so sure, you know, Kenna, because I feel like where is he at? He's never done this like before, even when he's mentioned wanting to leave, wanting to win things, to actually not turn up for training and things oh, like and, that. And, but like exactly what Prez said, I think we don't know exactly what's happened. So same as chat, I'm giving him a little bit of grace. But if, even, yeah. even if you go back historically to some of our own players who've done this, happened with Gerard. Happened with Rooney, happened with Suarez, who handed in transfer requests in whichever way they did it. They didn't get their move. They didn't down tool the next season. Top players don't down tool like that. I do think it's like different. So these I think players it's different. are in big teams as it is. I think you he's literally wanting to leave. But Chad, they wanted to go. I think, home, a, sim- right? I think a similar exa- I think a similar example would be Suarez or Liverpool. Yeah. When Arsenal came for him, for him, because he wanted to well. leave as well. He wanted to go to Chelsea because Chelsea was a bigger move at that yeah, point. Yeah, I know, but to... I mean, but Liverpool was still calm them times. Liverpool were not were not the Liverpool that was now anyway, off the back of like a Champions League win. Like, yeah, but he, he, 
to, to him it was a progress, right? Which is the same as yeah, Kane. Oh yeah, of course, I, I'm just of looking course. at him in that yeah, way. Yeah, of where no, Kane will still slap 20 plus next season, in my opinion. Yeah, it no, might not right. be the same as last season, which was an unreal season, but he will still slap 20, man. So he's so hungry for that Shearer record. Uh, exactly, cool, man. He's, cool. he's got things to chase. Yeah. Yeah. So mm-hmm. to a certain extent, when you, when you put it like that, Am I glad if he stays 100%, man? Like, let's get it. Let's get another 20 goals. If he, if Harry Kane stays and we get, let's say, top four and nick a trophy somehow, wishful thinking, then it's it's a job well done, man, really. You have to let him go after that, surely, man. Yeah, I, I'd, I'd, I'd say so. He does deserve to leave. Like, he does just, deserve to go and play for the best clubs in the world. In England, but then it whatever. seems like to me, this is the last chance to lose, yeah. man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, this, this season is yeah, long. Facts, facts, he's facts. 29. He's 29 facts, next season. Facts, facts, facts. Uh, he's like, I, remember, I think he's missed a boat, personally. But you know yeah. what? I feel in business at the same time because why are you signing a six-year deal and giving Tottenham the prime mm. years of your facts, career? No, no, facts, yeah, facts, he's facts. He's a fool. He's a fool for that, to be honest. Facts. Oh, wait, no, but question. wasn't it wasn't the whole part of the whole project then, Calvin? At the time, like you know, who they sold yeah, him a project. Yeah, but you got ha- you got to have something in your contract in case things go pear shaped. Like you yeah, can't be but... one of the most sought after strikers in the world, regardless of the project, and not have something written. Right, let me ask you this. Let me ask you. Sorry, sorry, uh, Charles. Let me ask you this, Calvin. If there was some sort of verbal gentleman's agreement, as the rumor that's going round, do you feel like? the club should honour that. Like, if that's a conversation that did happen, do you feel like if that did happen, they've kind of done him dirty and kind of gone gone back on their word almost? Yeah, I, yeah, definitely. I think the service mm. he's given us, I think in some ways we've let him down. You can say he's part of the team, but I think in terms of investment and and getting rid of Potch, he's been let down. He's mm. given us what he could. I think, yeah, we have we have sort of done done him dirty in that sense. But right. at the same time, things change. He's come off the back of an unbelievable season. And if the verbal agreement was, look, 100 million, you can go because he did mention that in his interview with Gary Neville on the overlap. If if like he literally put himself on the market for 100 million, yeah, he, which makes yeah. me think, was there something said around that mark? Fact. But if yeah, it's a no, case I of think... now he's worth more or the club deem him, his value is more, then it's difficult. Now, it, mm. I, I read as well that it came out that the gentleman agreement was put in place, but it was for a foreign club, hundred mil. Really? Okay. Yeah, I've read that. Yeah, that's another uh, thing. But I that's that that it was for Harry Kane would never go. He wants that's that Shearer record. Do you know what I mean? He yeah. don't want to go abroad. But that's why Levi put that for a foreign he... club. You can go for hundred mil. Anyone else has to pay up. Especially, but that's, that's like, like Luka Modric, man. Do you remember? That was exactly the yeah, same. Yeah, Chelsea. Not, uh, Chelsea yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but do you think Le- 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 Levy thinks Harry Kane is worth 150 m's, or do you think he's what he thinks he's worth 150 m's to City? Because I think it's almost good I question. Think it's it's the fact he's seeing City come to the table. It's like good bro, question. These, guys, these guys can afford this. I think if it was another team, um, may- maybe I think do, would he, he is worth 150 though. I think he's but worth 150. He is worth 150. Now, but I even think... full stop, if Lukaku's going for 100, bro. 150s to me, it's market. Um, it's fair. 150. Yeah. M. Interesting. So it's only a matter of time to find out if Man City will um, pay up and put the 150 to Daniel. Um, but Calvin, is there any more incomings before we move on? Uh, not at the moment. N- nothing more than obviously what's already been discussed previously. Interested to see what Romero can do, but we've been doing all right at the back. Obviously, Brian Hill made us his debut the other day, but no incomings. I think we need to get rid of Sissoko, Aurier. We've been linked with a few players. Um, Are you guys signing that Mets? Um, yeah, Papi Saar. Yeah, yeah. I've he heard he's, he's, a, he's a prospect. I've heard. Apparently, so, I think I sent him back on loan or something like that. Yeah, him. Uh, some We were linked with a guy called Nandez. I can't say I've seen him or heard of him. Um, but yeah, nothing concrete thus far, but I do, I do think we're going to have a couple more bodies in before the end of the window. I hope so, because we do look light. Ah, uh, cool. Say no more. Um, Merseyside Red. <laughs> bro, Kenna, I'm going to come to you, bro, because... Bro, bro, you... boy, FC. Yeah, I was going to say that. No, no, to be fair, we've just done Shakiri, man. Out of the door, gone. Uh, oh, 10 he's gone, mil, is he? 10 mil to Leon, so deal done, man. So that's one of the key bodies we needed to get out. I think there's literally one more body to get out, which is a Rigi. And then I'd say we're probably the squad's as lean as it should be. 
to be honest. But we wow. still need one more. And I think he, one more body. But that, yeah, that's your, that's your boy, Gone Origi. That's my boy, man. Three, but just drop a drop a drink, have a <laughs> shot now. <laughs> it's time. It's time. It's time. It's time to go, man. Word to Claude. <laughs> Wait, fair, looking job? at you guys' squad, you, uh, I, I did. I almost forgot how you've you've actually got quite a big squad. It's not even. I thought you. Some reason I think maybe like last season sort of casted my sort of my doubts on your squad. But looking at obviously, I know you will go into the games in a bit more detail later. But looking at your your bench and your squad yesterday, I think you guys have got enough bodies to be honest. But me, me and Drew have always said it. Me and Drew have always said it. I still stand by what I don't want to hear it because I don't want to hear it. In the same breath, I do think, and like, I do think refreshments are always needed, even at the top clubs. And I think City are like proof of that. United back in the day were proof of that. Um, so, I, yeah, but I, I do think you guys got a big enough squad. Whether it's enough in it this season, I don't know. But it's not this uh, to me. It's not the size. It's the quality more than anything. So I'd want a nine for to improve the first eleven, not for the sake of doing an Origi. If you know what I'm yeah. trying to say, because yeah, yeah, yeah. mm-hmm. we've got enough bodies like Minamino. Um, Ox, etc., who will play there, whatever, 10 to 15 Premier League games who are just there to fill bodies. But we need a nine who's going to push that from three, from four. But I think I'm happy anyway. We've, we're in a good place, just literally one more body, a number nine, and we're ready to go. I'm quite happy to see, um, what's his name, Firmino come on, you know. Yeah, he's a great option to take to get from the bench. I'm, I'm happy with that, I can't lie. but Let's let's get let's get let's get another one in, man. Please, hopefully. <laughs> We're in Mbappe, <Bafes>, we land. <laughs> if I speak. <laughs> so what is that? All the transactivity at Liverpool, yeah. Bro, broke boy, man. I don't I don't know what you don't understand about that. We need to get bodies out to get bodies. Yeah, in. we need to we need to we need to sell, man, because we we filled our. What was it? Is it the foreign quota or the homegrown thing? So we filled the foreign quarter, um, yeah. but. Shipping out Shakiri now allows us to buy a foreign player. That's that's how big our squad is. Honestly, mm. like it's filled with um with foreign players. So now there's there's no excuses to get someone in. Klopp, Klopp was kind of rattled in his interviews when he was asked about how uh, the rival clubs are spending, um, and and he <laughs> and he basically said he doesn't know how people are doing it. So do you think do you think that gives an indication that you know the purse strings are quite tight at the moment? I think now nah, I think with he knows that with Liverpool it's different to to like um a Chelsea and City because with mm-hmm. Liverpool we have to like we have to sell to what to, do you buy. Call to buy to buy yeah. yeah that's that's basically the model basically sell not buy. that we have to but I think basically FSG that's the model they want to go with mm-hmm. well, we we've, with... we've got no people like um you'll know we're doing up the stadium now and we've just bought a new training ground as well and even yeah. the players we've sold that money's already enough, been man. spent on Canate. So actually, yeah. <laughs> I think like, it's, yeah. I think the COVID COVID has hit us as well in terms yeah. of extra extra cash as well. But yeah. I think what he said with the United one because he was like mm. he doesn't know how United do it because he knows about the owners, but he's thinking how does United get these players? Boy, mm-hmm. United been rich, man. He needs to play <laughs> 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 with the times, man. Uh-huh. Well, what's on that then? The last team, man, United. Cheese, <laughs> big spenders. The, the, yeah, the purse is closed, man. Is it? So what? Are you man down for the window, yeah? Hey, they got the title. No, let me let me not talk. Bro, let like, <laughs> Sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. Prez, so what? Um, no more ingoings or outgoings? Unfortunately not, man. I mean, from the beginning of time, it seems like we've been screaming for this DM to come in, but um, it doesn't look like um, we're, we're going to get any, any more signings in full stop. I mean, we're... We're fully focusing on, on on the outgoings. It seems at the moment, um, trying to uh, shed off uh, some of the dead weight um, and get some free up some some wage space as well. So, uh, I don't I don't think we're going to be seeing anybody come in. I'd be very very surprised if we do. Um, but yeah, I think the focus is just getting uh, getting some players uh, out. I think Diar- Diallo is the the latest name that's popped up uh, in terms of a loan move out. Uh, Crystal Palace a potential destination. Um, I see Chef United, if I'm not wrong. Yeah, I see that. Yeah, I see that as That's well. That's wild. I think, I think nah, he said I think that he... Ole's trying to block that, though. Yeah, yeah I think he himself load. said that yeah, he wants a, a Premier League move. So, yeah, yeah we'll If see. you think about... Um, sorry, Char, I'm sorry, Prez, but if you look at the location-wise, it's not far from him. It's, it's just coming to, to England. Do you mm-hmm. want to send him from Manchester all the way to London? 
I'm sending him somewhere that he's going to play good football, not now Trefford United. Some decent players, man. Fuck. Wow, Bro, man said Mugolo, you know. Nah, nah, nah. Andy's boy. Why are you not fucking Andy today? What the hell? That's my dog. I've got a question for United fans. Um, how would you rate? Because obviously, I know you guys want to DM so bad, but how would you rate your 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 window if it if it ends it, regardless? Seven. Mm. Yeah, I, I'll probably give it a seven out of ten. Um, uh, get a DM, and it's obviously for me a ten out of ten window. But yeah, no, seven out of ten, hundred percent. Well, we'll be doing the ratings when the window shuts, as we did last year. But I think it's time we get to the shits, man. Boy, <laughs> another interesting weekend of football. I mean, there's also one more game to go as we've got our first Monday night fixture tomorrow as um, West Ham hosts Leicester. But, you know, the our clubs have now played and we're going to head over straight to the Emirates. Um, I was back in the Emirates today. Um, it was good to be back. Um, just missed that whole... Was that before the game started, man? Yeah. Yeah, 100%, my guy. You know that. You know that. You know that. You're going to get your time, Jake, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Let me have my time first. But um, yeah, man, good to be back. Good to see the fans. Um, Full capacity. Chelsea fans were there singing it large, of course. Um, What were they saying? They loved that one. Um, Champions Champions of Europe, you never be that. Yeah, that one, we just have to be silent and say, yeah, we firm it. We firm it. Stay Pim. <laughs> Bro. Um, but as always, um, my team just come and disappoint me again. Um, as Arsenal became, well, got defeated by Chelsea. I mean, it, it could have been a cricket score, but Chelsea came winners, two nil winners, sorry. Um, and boy, Lukaku, I mean, it was written, wasn't it, boys? We all knew it was going to bag. Um, uh, I expected four piece, man. Really, from pretty Kaku dis- or from Chelsea? Pretty, pretty disappointed from Kaku himself. Um, and Andy, I kind of agree been. with you because, yeah, as in charge, I said there could have been. Like, I, I felt today every time Chelsea attacked, <laughs> they were, we, we were going to concede. So how we left the game two 0 I don't know. Shout out Reese James as well. Um, I've not seen the highlights, of course, but it looked like a good finish. Um, from obviously we see it once, um, but. You know, Arsenal had their chances as well. Um, we just failed to finish as per usual. Um, and let me go into Arteta because I mean, there was booing at half time um, and booing after the like the full time. But you know, I think this is now coming down to manager. And as I've said, and I'll keep saying this whole season, this is it for Arteta. This is make or break. I mean, this is now his second full season. Um, he's had enough time. I think Andy, you were saying this as well. We can't be... Do you know what it is as well, guys? And enough peace. Yeah, we lost to Brentford. We shouldn't have lost. But now there's these games against City and Chelsea, of course, now we've just lost. Maybe last season we may have said, oh, yeah, it's fine. I mean, if Arsenal lose those games, it's fine. Our set is still fine in the squad. But I'm sorry, we cannot be having that mentality now this season when we're going to play the big teams and think, oh, wait, no, we're going to lose. Um, we, we, we shouldn't be leaving any with any points. Because I know, I think we lost to City away last year. But I think we, we beat Chelsea at home. But obviously, there's no fans. Um, and you would have thought the fans made a difference today, but the team just disappointed us. Um, so, you know, Do you actually believe, though, that, like... He's he's done out. If 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 like, do you, when do you believe? Like, Unfortunately, I mean, as a fan, Char, I feel like he's done. But as this whole process that's going in place with Edu, yeah, this is my signing, point. If they're signing um, order guards, you've seen them doing their their, their pictures. Mm. It's obviously he's going to be there long term. But there comes a point where you can just accept that you know yeah. this is not good enough. You can't keep him in the job just because it's a process. He's not. He's not. He's not delivering. I would like to know what they're. Do you know what? Yeah, I would love to know what the board have set Arteta as in expectations because obviously we all know that happens in each club. Like there, there, there is minimum requirements, and we let go of um, Emery in November. What after his set in his second season? So technically, this is our second season. So let's see where we are in November. Like we're gonna go into that international break with zero points. I can tell you for free, he's already doing way worse than him. Yes, he's got the trophies, but he's doing way worse than him, in my opinion. Facts on facts. Go on, Andy. Yeah, I, I think like I think we, we have to be honest with ourselves. I mean, what's his name? Char, to be honest, he said this last season and we laughed at him, but Arsenal, I don't I don't know if you guys are like a top club anymore. Like it's exactly what you said that you shouldn't go to 
yes, it's City at Chelsea and maybe on paper there are a stronger team, but Arsenal shouldn't feel like we're going to lose this game. Arsenal shouldn't feel nervous or unsure about a game v Brentford. That just shows you that Arsenal, we're not talking about the same Arsenal again. And this is only in the period um, of Arteta, Arteta yeah. in Arteta's reign. Because when when Char was saying it, we were all telling him it was it was capping because you guys won the trophies, you you beat the big teams. But now it's just looking. I'm thinking like Emery shouldn't have even been sacked if you're going for this or settling for this. It was always papering over the cracks, man. I feel like that's that's a consistent thing that we've been saying for a few seasons now. Like, yes, the trophies have been there. Yes, you've had some um, notable victories along the way, but it's all papering over the cracks. That that the issues are still there, and I feel like we're no longer or Arsenal are no longer at the point where they can continue to do that, and it's not coming to the surface. And do you know what's mad of where? Like as a whole, let's say non-Arsenal fans, we used to laugh at Wenger about the top four thing. Arsenal fans, Munya especially, would you trade that back for what you're seeing now? Like you trade in those whatever that FA Cup for consistent top four finishes, which Wenger achieved. I'm just being competitive. That's competitive, isn't it? Top yeah, four. Like, he was top four. Nah, let, let him answer. Let him answer. Top let four answer. Champions League every year. Would you would you have that or would you have this right now? Of where they've got the FA Cup, so Arsenal fans can go, yeah, yeah, we won the FA Cup, whatever, 2020. But they're not competitive. No one's shook of going to the carpet. No one's shook of playing Arsenal anymore. So you saying would I rather have like a few FA Cups? So let's say if we were to win the FA Cup this season, but don't finish uh-huh. top four. Uh huh. Or that Wenger period of no no cups, but you were getting top four consistently and playing Champions League consistently. No, but the thing is though, well. It's a hard one. It's rocking a hard place, but even even with even with Wenger's time, yeah, top four it was all nice. But what were we what were we doing in the Champions League? We weren't really doing anything in the Champions League. Like we were just getting a, we were just filling up, filling up the numbers. No, but I think with Wenger's time, you knew you were coming. To, even though even though it, like Arsenal weren't at their peak of their powers, you know you're coming to Emirates and getting the game. I mean, facts, there's only facts. one person we need to hear this from, and that's our boy Toast. Because yeah, <laughs> I, I, I need to hear from him, Toast, because I've got nothing left. <laughs> yeah, I can't lie, bro. I don't have the capacity. It was a tough watch, man, honestly. Like, Chelsea, they strolled from start to finish. And honestly, like, just throughout the course of the game, it, it kind of reminded me of, like, you know those viral videos, like, in China where there's, like, 10 men and they're facing, like, 100 kids on the pitch and they're still, like, just <laughs> passing, it, passing it, knocking it about. <laughs> That's just how I felt the game was. Like I feel as if Arsenal in 2021 were not actually competitive in these big games. I mean, I don't feel as if there were many Chelsea fans who actually went into the game thinking, you know what, we should lose this. And if they did, the only reason they would have felt like that is because I think we've been Chelsea's bogey team, in inverted quotes, for like the, the past couple of years. But again, like for me, I think it's, um, it's just two things. Like for starters, like... The, the the quality of the players, man, it's, it's just not acceptable, man. Like, there's no way that Ars- you can justify Arsenal spending more than United, Liverpool and City this summer, like, combined in the transfer window and our squad still looking like this. So, as well as just the players not being up to standard, for me, it has to fall on, it has to fall on Arteta, man. Like, I'm sorry, like, I have not seen him improve a single player in his tenure at the club. And at, at the end of the day, at the end of the day, like, it's all well and good spending 50 million or 60 million here. Sometimes you might get it right. Sometimes you're going to get a bust. But if you're not actually improving the players that you have, if you're not actually imposing a system that players can play in, it like nothing's going nothing's gonna change, man. And for me, like it's hey man, it's just it's just it's not competitive football anymore, man. And I think Arsenal fans need to accept that when we're not we're not going to be competitive for a long time until something gives. Like, Arteta has to go. I, I said it before, like, he shouldn't have started the season. He didn't deserve to start the season based on our lack of progress last year. And it's, this, it's the same stuff. Like, I mean, you go into the Brentford game, you're not even sure if you can beat a team that's just got promoted from the, from, from the championship. This was their first ever Premier League game. And same story today, man. Like, I mean... I, I could speak all day on Pablo Mari, but if you're telling me that William Saliba is not better than what we have right now at centre, that is so again, baffling, I, man. I do not know, man. I'm just, hey, I'm just, I'm just sad. I'm upset. 
Yeah, I'm just heartbroken, honestly, man. Like, the state of the club right now, it's just... And, man, Etihad next, so, yeah, man. Three points there, obviously. Mazza. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I think it's time to hear from the man himself, Weisenberg. It's time for you to shine, bro. How you feeling? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Um, no, like, obviously, Arsenal have been her bogey team for years now. Like, I read up on it, and since Conte first started, we've played Arsenal some, like, 15 times, and we've won four games. Like, it's a pathetic record. And it was the same exact thing last season, like, both games against Arsenal, home and away. We were the better team, better informed team, and we managed to lose both games, despite dominating both games, really. So then this game, I was sat there like, right, there's literally no way we can lose, right? Like, Arsenal are shit. We've got Lukaku coming into the team. Like, we can't lose. And then I think, like, Smith Rowe had a shot within, like, the first minute or two, and I was like, they just went through us quite quickly there. Is it really going to be that type of game? And then I saw Lukaku versus Mari. And I was always told as a child not to bully. And yet on live TV, I'm seeing Lukaku bully Pablo Mari. Victimization, man. It was actually so deep. Lukaku came out and said he was dominant today. He used the word dominant. I mean, um, he was like Pablo Mari has to go home now and look his kids in the eye. Like, how, well, they locked up the door, Joe. You're not coming in today. We'll slide your supper under the door. You don't deserve no supper after that performance, man. He was shocking. <laughs> he, he was, it, to say it was a man against boy is unfair to little boys around the world. Jake, Jake, do you remember when you were little and it was basically like um, year year sevens versus year eleven, and the year yeah. eleven like pins the uh, year seven, really and they're together. like, bro, no, 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 but that's facts. The tricep <laughs> it was, he man. kept getting was actually it was over oh, and over it was again. Mad. I it haven't actually seen that sort of um, striker's performance against a defender in a long time. I, I, I can't. <laughs> but, like, but like you said, like you said, Char, he would have found found so much more success if he was technically a little bit more sound yeah. Lukaku. Yeah, because also a lot of times where he could have just done it, rolled bang, shoot yeah. immediately. Mm. But but like, the thing is, the sword. thing is for me, like that reminded me so much of Drogba against Arsenal. Yeah, and we all know yeah. Drogba's record against <laughs> Arsenal. It. Like he was giving anxiety attacks to their centre backs. Like that is what I think Mari was having. Like it was just like, oh shit, here we go again. Yeah. That is Jake, what it was every time. Jake, do you think? Um... How do I say this? Do you think like Lukaku was the actual difference in that game? Yeah, it was too. They looked like it looked it looked that way for, to me as well. Like he like, was. I agree. They played through him absolutely. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. The move that worked all the time was either Kovacic or Jorginho would fire the ball into Lukaku, who had pinned Mari. He would lay it off to either Mount or Havertz, who would pass it out right to Reese James, and Reese James had the freedom of North London. Literally, like it, and yeah. that was all it was. That's all it was, yeah. and. It was, it was the fact, like, I think I was reading it up on the end of the game, Lukaku, 95% pass accuracy. And you could, he could have one or like two or three touches. Like he could, he could get it out of his feet and make the right call. And he was just absolutely fantastic. And you could see that at corners, just in general play, like he's always talking. Like he's always saying to the guys now, like, oh yeah, it's fine. Like play into there. This is where I want it. Yeah. And he was an absolute menace. Like, and, that, was, and that Lukaku Mount partnership, Watch it. If they cl- if they clock it properly, Potential. it's gonna be long. Jay, do, do you know Understand. what I found baffling as well from Arteta? Of where, and maybe it's too simplistic, but like you said, the easy pass was like Jorginho Kovacic, like a little revert. Exactly. Thank you, Kenna. You're so mad. Exactly. Thank you, Kenna. I was watching no the game point. thinking, come on, man, please. Bro, that, like, that's so at, simple. At point, like maybe like from the touchline or even at half time, do you say, you know what, lads? This Bro. ball is coming into Lukaku every <laughs> time. Like, it happened for 90 minutes. And this is how I know there's no coaching going on at Arsenal. Yeah, it, because, oh, it's, like, it's how has that ball not been cut out after the first couple of tries? Like, Mari is, he's fighting for his life out there. <laughs> like, and he, he, didn't, he didn't get in front of Lukaku once. No once. Come on, man. Yeah, my, my big point was that... He did, he did once in the yeah. second half. Sorry. <laughs> no, my, my big point was that, so our front three somehow managed to outnumber their two centre-backs and two centre-mids. That's what it felt like to me is that Havertz, Mount and Lukaku somehow, some way, whether it's their positioning, linker play, whatever, 
it always felt like they had the extra man against yeah, holding facts. Mari, Zambi, and Xhaka. Like, I'll and tell you it, what I think it was though. I think from what I what I could see, your your two wing backs stayed so wide. So basically, Tyranny and who was their right back, um, Cedric. Cedric. They Cedric. didn't know whether either to tuck in or go wider. So then that just created that little box in the middle. Uh, the, the players t- that you you just mentioned. You know what, Char? I mean, sorry, just just to cut you there. To be honest, again for me, like I actually felt as if. Um, some of our like attacking players, so like Pepe and Saka, we actually needed them to actually do, a do more of a defensive yeah. job because yeah. Tierney had, had to come in field yeah. so many times yeah. and Reese James had the freedom of the earth. And I'm looking at where Saka is on that wing and he's basically just halfway up the pitch. Like, I mean, yeah. it's about yeah. being accountable to your teammates as well. Like, and But we say this, no, we say this, but in the same breath, exactly what you said, Chad, where everyone's kind of tucked in, right? And everyone's in field. But how is then Lukaku, Mount, and Havertz still finding yeah, space yeah. if everyone's yeah. on the yeah, inside? Because because Daka wasn't pressing enough. <laughs> Simple. Oh, oh, he was awesome. Daka wasn't doing anything. And um, Before, and an ESR as well. Yeah, he has to be part of that as well because he yeah, wasn't I mean, pressing Kovacic and Jorginho. Jorginho yeah. had to be a Kovacic, yeah, looks like Perlo. Bro, Kovacic on his day, yeah. World class, man. I think this is what it just stems down to when I was just watching. At one point, Jake, I just looked at this and I, Chelsea were just boiling in front of my eyes. So I just want to throw from flowers to Tuchel because he yeah. set you guys up so perfectly yeah. today. Because like you said, we had that, Arsenal had a good start, as you mentioned. We were like getting a shot away um, very early on. But just the game management from him is just, like, it was, it was incredible for you guys just to see at this game. I was game. reading something, um, just after the game, actually. And obviously now they've got Lukaku, they've got that figurehead now. But I think Chelsea are probably, as like, you know, the top clubs, you know, your cities, um, your cities have, obviously they have their standout players. Obviously Liverpool have got Salah Mane. But Chelsea, I feel like as a, like, as a functional group set of players, they all, like, especially since, since Tuchel's been a, been a part of, of the team. They He's all, improved a lot of players. Bro, he, they all played to a level where like, it's almost like they it's routine to them now. Like they yeah, know exactly but, what they want to do. But one of my boys, obviously one of my favourite Chelsea players, and I think I've told you this before, Jake, is Marcos Alonso. So what, is Chihuahua not going to look in now? I, I don't think so. I think for me, I would still play Chihuahua more. Like, but Alonso at left wing back, like I've always said this, yeah, at left this is wing back, back is a different animal at left back he's disgusting he is a horrible horrible left back but at left wing back he is just so he is so much better I think Chilwell is still the first choice it is a bit of a weird one that he hasn't played yet especially because at the Euros he didn't even touch the pitch so considering that Mount got rushed back Jorginho and Kante already playing 90 minutes a game etc for him to have not touched the pitch, it's, a, it's probably a bit worrying for him, but it was the same as when Tuchel first came in. I was about to say, yeah, that's what Jake, happened. Uh, Jake, and you know what's mad? Between Alonso and Chilwell, it's margins. Because if you swap Chilwell in, you're not losing You're no. not losing anything. So yeah, it's it's mad. It's mad. But I think, like I've said, Lukaku is the, almost the, the final piece which Chelsea needed, in my opinion, to be a genuine title challenger. And they've got him, man. I mean, that, that bullying of Sambi at well, like the 75th minute where he literally shoved whoa, him off whoa, and Sambi had to go whoa, for a rugby whoa, tackle. Whoa. Now I'm going to have to stop you there, okay? Like, Sambi, <laughs> Sambi, what I saw today, by the way, I forgot to mention it. I want to give him some little small, small flowers because I can see there's a lot of... Desire, there's man. A play, there's a player. Desire. Yeah, there's a player. He, he was the Both only one. For sure. 100%. He was the only one that tried, man. I did see something today. I thought, you know what? We need to look after him. Just like Saka, Smith Rowe, there are... Players there that could potentially give something to this club, and whether this process, however long it's going to take, I think Sambi is going to be a quality signer for us. Just look after him. Um, I think because of Partey not being there, he's, get, he's probably going to get more game time. But I'll yeah, so, what will it be when Partey get, gets back? Bam, I'd rather have Partey and him at this point because he just mm. looks so bro. This <laughs> obviously he's still very young and he needs to adapt, but he's shown a lot of potential. Yeah, no, he looks good to be fair. Yeah, that's good. But yeah, so shout out Chelsea, man. Good three points, dub, Arsenal, back-to-back L's. And then now Man City coming up. It's going to be... Um, Zero out of three. Yeah. Um, before the, before the uh, international break. So it's going to be very, very important for Arteta. Whoever doesn't go an international break to sort them out. Um, we're going to move over to Old Trafford. Um, you were away visitors at St. Mary's. Um, Look like... 
Well, on paper, we thought it was going to be an easy dub. Southampton are, what, dog shit now? Now they've lost um, Ings and um, Vestergaard. Um, however, you know, there's a bit of a fight today. Um, Southampton got, you could say, lucky goal because there's a heavy deflection from Fred uh, to take the leads. But um, yeah, Pogba, who's just started immense this season and um, with an assist to Mason Gunwood. Um, United fans, two points dropped or what? Definitely. Definitely two points dropped, man. I'm, I'm quite annoyed by that. I feel like, um, obviously everyone's been hearing the noise that are coming out of Old Trafford. Um, obviously after the signings of Varane and, and Sancho, obviously both of them, well, Varane didn't play. Sancho came on for like 20 minutes. Um, so I'm not obviously going to put any blame on them. Um, but these are the sort of games that we look back on maybe um, at the end of the season if we don't go on to win the league or even become competitive in the league, and we look at it and we think see because we had enough chances to win the game that's the reality we I think um we we played we started the game off really well um I think we were on the front foot um then obviously they got they got they got their goal um against her on the play slightly um but yeah they got their goal um obviously off deflection I feel like Fred could have done better in, in getting that quicker um but I do think he was a foul on Bruno I'm not sure what everyone else does think think on that but there's still still a lot more to do for him to for the goal to go in if that makes sense I'm still not going to be like that obviously should have been it should have been a free kick but there's still like a sequence of play which we could have done a lot better in Um, do you think do you think the reason sorry do you think the reason why because I I hear you it, it can be given I don't think it's like a a sure free kick but it yeah. can be given but do you think it what kind of wasn't given because he dallied a bit but if you have watched Bruno a lot that's his that's his bag he does that but that's the very thing well. he um, had to he had to just pass the ball like what you do with your back towards even like what 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 was he doing in that moment you know that you know you always hear it you know like he's he's initiating contact because you know nine times out of ten that's always a foul you, you, the amount of times that I played Greenish, Greenish was get, Greenish Greenish is like that's, that's his bag they've changed that now haven't they this year the referees have been to told to yeah, not give away so that's yeah, probably yeah. just them putting that into motion going right we need to stop giving it away it's yeah. the same with the Saka decision in the Chelsea game how he didn't get that pen which yeah. is a bit ridiculous but it is the same I originally thought when I looked at that that's a foul but as soon as they didn't it. yeah as soon as they didn't give it it's like well, I guess that's the refs going he's, he's yeah, like you said yeah. he's initiated the contact he's gone down instead of being put down which is that mm. obvious? Yeah, yeah. If that so, was yeah, David Luiz, by the way, that's a that's definitely a penalty. Like, I think I feel as if it depends on the person as well, man. Like, I mean, if it's like a a clumsy defender, that's get gets yeah. given hundred percent, hundred percent. Agreed, agreed, agreed. But um, yeah, look, we we got into the game. Um, BZ, another standout performance from him. Um, he's yeah, he's just sort of. Continues. Best player in the league so far, man. Yeah, well, he, yeah, he's at the moment. Um, I think he's just carried on his form from the Euros, man, because I think he was the best player in the Euros before, obviously, they went out. Um, so, yeah, he, he's, he's been unbelievable for us. I, I really enjoy seeing him in this sort of left, this sort of left, inside left um, position. I don't know if that's going to work out long term when we get our players fitting back, but for now, I'm liking the look of it. Um, but, yeah, we, we have, after our goal, Greenwood, obviously, is... I wouldn't call it a good finish. He just sort of hit it and scuffed it a bit, but look, we'll take it. But um, after that, we just sort of huffed and puffed. Um, I don't feel like we we really took the initiative and sort of went for their throat. Um, and yeah, the game just sort of petered out after that, to be honest. Um, so yeah, two two points dropped personally, but, but yeah, look, in the grand scheme of things, it was still unbeaten um, away from home, still unbeaten the season. Um, but yeah, we, we, we need to sort of buck up ideas for Wolves next week. Um. Shout out Southampton though, because obviously you know we did put, put some people did put them um, in predictions as um, one of the teams likely to get relegated. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Right. Of, yeah. Just to say, by the way, on that, it's a, such a massive difference in terms of like when you have fans in the stadium. Because I'm telling you now, if there was no fans at stadium, we would have given Southampton a three four piece. I reckon after our first goal. But you beat them last season at their ground, didn't it? Oh yeah, we, 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 you came we, back from yeah, you came, came back from 2-0. Yeah, exactly. I but I think, but yeah, their fans made a massive difference. I know this is they were noisy. Out, they, they, and so if if you everyone knows ball, said St Mary's isn't typically a very nice place to go to go home. So, so yeah, I think um, shout out their fans to be honest because I definitely think they made the difference because I think quality wise they're not that great. Um, but yeah, I think they definitely played as like a, a, a twelve man. Right. Fred, you, you know I'm going to go now in it about two players today at United. 
My God. Well, that, that, that French Andre Bro. are you? Fred was awful. Class. He was awful today, yeah, man. And that's those are exactly the performances. He's done, that's not the first time he's done that. Those are the exact performances as to why I don't think he's good enough to start in United's midfield. I don't the past the ball out. Like I, I, I was so confused. He passed literally facing the player. I think it was Bissaka and he passed it like five yards behind him. I, it, all it you need to do, is, all you need to, to do is set traps for him. That's yeah. all you need to do, and he, he's gonna he's gonna fumble it at some point. I feel like for for the goal positionally, he was bad. He was passing to nowhere, back to goal, losing possession. He got flawed at one point as well, where um, I think on the on the right wing, uh, I can't remember who it was that was coming down the right wing, um, but he was, was trying right to track back. back. Yeah, and oh, and Levermento one. Yeah. Oh. yeah, that was it. Yeah, Levermento, and he just flawed him, and he just oh man. Boy, Fred, Fred, Fred. But um, I feel like for the for the goal that we conceded, um, Southampton, for the most part, were allowing us to have the ball for like the opening 10 minutes of the game or so. And then they all of a sudden just initiated a high press. And that kind of led to, to, to the goal. And I feel they did that in spells of the game. Um, and we, for whatever dumb reason, we didn't know how to manage that. Um, and yeah, we never, did, we never you, really got into the game. Did you take almost. the, um, did you take it for granted? Because actually now you, you've said that, remember, like there was a couple of Lindelof moments, a couple of Maguire moments and a couple of Fred moments of where they've literally set a trap and it pounced and they've got like half chances from them against Absolutely. better sides. Bro, you're getting pounced. We're getting, yeah, we're getting, yeah, done. And it was just too reminiscent of, um, things that we've seen so often last season, except we didn't actually complete uh, the comeback this time around. So, yeah, I mean, concerning. Um, I'm not going to get too carried away, obviously, because it's just the second game in, but um, very uh, getting a little bit of deja vu. And I'm hoping that, you know, this isn't uh, a theme of things to come for this season, especially away from home. Well, Press, I did tell you, man. I did tell you, bro. Yeah, but we'll yeah. wait and see. It's still early doors. All right, say no more. Ah, right, cool. Um... So moving on to the next game, Calvin, boy, I mean, we've, we're happy to have you back on board. It's been a minute. Uh, yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, so sorry for my absence. Uh, Coach has been doing a good job though covering you, so, you know, <laughs> it's so good. It's so good. Wow. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, so today um, you guys went to visit Wolves, um, obviously Nuno's former club. Um, you guys got the dub, I believe it was a one new win. Delhi Ali with the pen stepping up while Harry Kane's on the bench. Um, how did, how did you think about today's performance? Because obviously, Wolves would have had like extra, you know, motivation to win. Oh, like. that Adam, he's a fool, man. <laughs> Go on, yeah, uh, it was very much a one nil smash and grab kind of, kind of game. We, we were very much on the back foot. Wolves dominated for large, large parts of the game. Obviously, the penalty, I think, you know, funnily enough, you were talking earlier about like the Bruno Fernandes thing and the the, the Saka and James challenge. I think Dele Alli actually initiates the contact with the keeper. It's clever from him, leaves his leg in, wins a penalty, slots it away. And then after that, we were just on the back foot. Adama Traore was causing problems like he always does against us and most teams, really. Um, if you get tight, he'll roll you. If you give him space, he'll knock it past you and he's gone. So like Tanganga after last week was was chasing shadows at times. But do you know what? I think we were resolute. We we we, we dug in and yeah, another good one, no win, man. But definitely could have easily been a draw, if not a loss for us. But we'll take the dub either way. I think that's the most important part. But you said at the end there, you, you take the dub. Um, regardless of how you win, and as long as you leave your three points or even a point, I mean, I mean, you got three points and that's what the matter is. You mentioned to us, obviously, Harry Kane came on. Um, how was he looking? Uh... Yeah, he got like a big, big cheer from the fans, fans singing his name, Harry Kane, one of our own, all of that rubbish. I mean, me personally, I wouldn't be singing his name. But yeah, he, he come on, he had a chance, probably should have done better. Um, look, Kane's a world-class player, so when he comes on, he's going to make a difference. But I feel like time will tell on that um, if he actually, if he does stay and he knows that he's there for the for the season, then we'll see the best of him. But it, it was, I don't know, it was... It was almost bittersweet it was nice to see him back in the shirt but at the same time I can't forget what he's done so do you think he starts next week um well apparently some picked up a little knock I'm not sure um Nuno come out 
come out after the game and was like he he felt something in the warm up played and came off after seventy. So potentially, I think Bergwijn today was one of his best performances. Actually, um, I thought bro, it was really good. Dele good robbed him of, from an assist, bro. Yeah, definitely, and he, a few good bits of skill, a couple mm. of decent shots. So he's looking sharp. To be fair, um, Lucas Moura once again, like he's he's so hot and cold. Last week I thought he was magnificent. This week another stinker. So who knows if Son's fit? Bergwijn should keep his place. There's there's a space there for for Kane. To start, really, um, for me, if you said to me after the first two games we'd have six points, I said we'd have one. I thought we'd lose against City. I thought we'd draw today. We've got six, so why not go into the international break, Watford at home, start Harry Kane, and yeah, I personally, I'd start him. But who's your, who's your next game? We've got Watford at home, so you'd expect oh, to win, really. I'm done, man. Strides, what, what's, the, what's the start? What was the style like today in terms of like a Nuno game? Because obviously... Most of us were watching the other game and then we missed the whatever Europa conference. Is there a distinct style for Spurs at the minute? Yeah. So basically what I've noticed is we've obviously, with Hoiberg and Skip in the midfield and Dele Alli's almost playing like an eight, it's not the most progressive in terms of passers or ball carriers. I think Lascelles helps us with that. So we are really pretty much playing on the counter-attack. Under Jose, our front three would play pretty split. Kane would be the, obviously the main focal point and Son and Moore or Bergwijn, whoever, would play quite wide. But with Nuno, we're playing like a very narrow three at the front and we're almost letting them go wide, condensing the central areas of the pitch. And when we pre- when we counter, sorry, they're in close proximity. So the counter-attacks are really quick. It's one, two passes and we're gone. So I kind of like the style. And I think it, in some ways, by allowing teams to go wide, it nullifies the threat down the middle. And we're almost saying, cool, cross the ball and we'll defend the crosses. And so far, we have done that quite well. The only problem is I don't think it's uh, sustainable because I read a stat earlier. We've conceded 43 shots in the first two games, which is the worst in the league so far. So that for me, like, yeah, okay, we've got two one nil wins. But if you carry on with that kind of form, you're not going to keep collecting wins. So it's something you may need to look at. But um, with Harry Kane up there, it allows us, obviously, if he does come back into the side, to hold the ball up, to draw fouls, and maybe we can play higher up the pitch. So, um, for now, we'll take it. But, yeah, it's definitely something to look at. Ah, well, things are looking positive so far. I mean, like you said, you can't always get the one new wins, but you've got them, six points um, out of six. Um, good stuff for Nuno, to be fair. So, yeah, we'll, we'll keep an eye on Tottenham and the situation on Harry Kane. Um, be interesting to see what happens come September the 1st. Uh, my Liverpool brothers, you finally got your fans back in Anfield. Um, VDD is back. Um, VVD, yeah, is back um, with the crowd. Again, an amazing stat. Um, every game he started for Liverpool, well, he's not lost. Yep. That's mad. Yeah, he's never lost a home game, man. Like 48 games, mad. Crazy stat. Um, were you guys happy with your performance against Burnley? I'm going to let Kenneth start, man. Um, yeah, I, I think it was good, man. Um, like I think Drew was saying, we haven't been brilliant per se, but we've got the job done. Uh, we were still missing, I think, two, two, three bodies who, who will be in our best starting lineup. And we just got the job done, man. Um, I think you can see VVD and Matip are still kind of getting used to playing again together. But all in all, man, I, I thought, it was a good performance. He, I don't know he if you just guys were classy, bro. Matip, Matip, yeah, dominated Wood. And you know, Wood, it's annoying. Clarted him the whole game, bro. You had to like, come I, up, like, drag. Like, I think, I think, like we, we've always said, Matip is one of the most underrated centre backs in the league. And I think this season, touch Wood, all he needs to do is string like three, four, five games together, and we, we'll be there come the end of the season, man. But Trent again. An absolute masterclass. Simicas was brilliant. Um, Harvey Elliott was brilliant. And then uh, the front three were just the front three. In the end, it was uh, it's Burnley at home. We got the job done, but Burnley beat us last season at Anfield and we drew to them the year before that. So yep. a bit of a, a bogey side. Yeah, a bit of a bogey side. But yeah, I think we were really good. Really good. Andy, and what's your key take from the match? Um, basically, basically what Kenneth said, and uh, I think our, our best our best set of people were probably our two centre backs, Van Dijk and Matip. They were 
they were very comfortable. Um, however, Burnley did, you know, did did try to get at us a few times, especially in the first half, um, and early in the second half as well. But the goal got can, got cancelled out. Um, but overall, it was a comfortable performance from our defenders. Um, Simikas, you know, he they tried to bully him, rough him up, but he's yeah, he's a Greek, he's a Greek maniac himself. So he was he was moving mad himself. Trent was just doing Trent things times two. His assist for Mane was sick because I was just looking at it and I was thinking, please pass it to Mane. But obviously Trent, Trent would do that. I think Salah, um, Kennedy mentioned Salah, but I think Salah was brilliant as well, to be honest. This, I think this was one of his, one of his best games where he didn't assist or score. Um, unlike, your unlike, fans are hurting, boy. Can't lie. Yeah, <laughs> I, had him, I, had him, I had him at the sea, man, but he had a good game, to be honest. He just didn't back. Um, Drew, do you know what um, what intrigued me as well for that for that Trent pass as well? It's what I brought up to you um, like last week and what we've seen over pre-season um, with the Liverpool fans anyway of Trent in that half space on the inside. Mm, mm. And I think that's what um, Harvey Elliott brings, which I think Thiago slash Henderson won't of Harvey Elliott's comfortable on the on out wide, and so is Salah, obviously. And then that allows Trent to play more on the inside in those yeah, half yeah. spaces of where he's passing. Trent's probably top three best passes in the league, man. Like that's not even over overgassing his ability. But that pass was brazy, absolutely brazy. So yeah, man. Also, that was busy. That was busy, like you know, bro. It's, it's hard. It was like, busy, like <laughs> it's crazy. But Harvey Elliott's thrown his um, his shirt into the ring, man. So it, it's good, man. Like like Charles said earlier, we've got a squad of players who. We're purring. I think we've got the challenge next week of Chelsea, which yeah. will actually show where where we stand. But who really starts happy. in who starts in the eight position next week? Yeah, give me Harvey, man. I can't lie. Fuck it, nah, really, because Har- Harvey's impressing me in the eight. I can't lie. Nah, I, I think next week it'll be Hendo and Cater probably. I think it'll be Fabinho will mm. come back in, and mm. then Hendo will move forward, and probably Cater on the left. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's what um, I was about to just say there, Ken. Next week will be Liverpool's first big test. Um, we should be a good game. Who's the home team? You're the home team. Anfield, bro. Anfield. Under so, the yeah. lights. Premier back. Football's back. Um, a lot of good games. Um, I think we've had like a big clash every weekend now. We had Tottenham, uh, Man City, Arsenal, Chelsea. And then next week we've got Liverpool, Chelsea. So... It's good to have the Prem back for certain men. Certain men are still looking to get their first win of the season. Certain men are even <laughs> certain men are still looking to get their first goal of the season. So yeah, I'm, uh, pass me the bleach, Joe, because I'm not having any. <laughs> I'm, not, bleach, <laughs> I'm not having any shots, but I know my brother Calvin's got a shot. Yeah, yeah, I do have a shot. Um, it's for Nuno Espirito Santo. Now. Not my first choice as Gaffer. Um, not my second choice as oh, Gaffer. Not even my third choice as Gaffer. <laughs> but he's coming. Yeah, two wins from two. Um, clean sheets as well. And he's actually got Eric Dyer and Davinson Sanchez defending. Like, and not many people have managed to do that. So, now nah, I want to shout out him, obviously, because he's coming to a difficult job. Um, there's been a lot of, obviously, talk about Kane and different things, but he's got the boys performing quite well and yeah just hopefully it continues we won't talk about the Pacos Ferreira game I'm glad it wasn't mentioned today um, but yeah hopefully we can, we can get through on the Thursday night and um, and yeah Watford Watford on, on, on the Sunday and then yeah three wins from three yeah, we, we we won't talk too much about that one because obviously there's a second link to come. So you know, corn Afi run if you man go out. But I know a lot of man have things to say in the chat, but yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> but yeah, shot for Nuno, man. Uh, say no more. Toast, I know you definitely got a shot for me. Yeah, I got a shot, brother, man. My shot's for Mikel Arteta again, man. I mean, he gets my shot every week, but at the end of the day, we're Arsenal Football Club, innit, man? And yeah, we're getting into the Lions then next week, but there's no way we can lose three games out of three to start the season, man. We're in a, rele- we're in a, we're in a relegation battle as we speak right now, do you know what I mean? So, whether or not he's got to drive up to Manchester and beg Pep, I don't know, like match fixing, whatever, bro. We just got to get a result, man. Like there's just no doubt about it. We need to put in a performance that the fans can be proud of. And we need to leave the Etihad with something next week without fail. So there you go, man. Boy, <laughs> you're more hopeful than me, Tosan. I'm surprised you said that. 
Um, Weisenberg, huh, you've got a shot. I know you do. Um, mine was going to be for Romelu Lukaku, but I did him last week. So I'm going to pour out a shot to his victim this week, Pablo Mari, the first of hopefully <laughs> many. I, I I hope man, he, I hope he gets the help. I think, I think this is the first on the pod. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope he gets the help that he needs because we all, we've all been there. Um, well, no, 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 we haven't all been there. I mean, I wouldn't do it. Suffice to say, you couldn't pay me enough money to go against that man. But yeah, I, I hope he I hope he gets better. Well, I, I hope he does too, mate. I hope he does too. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Kenna, what's your shot, bro? Yo, just a quick one, man. I think I, I raved about him over preseason. I'm gonna rave about him again. Harvey Elliott, man. Still 18-year-old kid, man. Just first Premier League start, and he just looked at home, man, at Anfield. So yeah, I hope we get to see more of him throughout the season. And yeah, we may have a like I, I said before, I think we've got a little star boy in our hands. So yeah, shout out Harvey. Ah, uh, cool. Say no more. Well, that's game week two done of the Premier League as per. Make sure you're winner fantasy if you're wanting to win yourself a top of your choice come the end of the season. Of course, alongside of that, you got to be following us on the socials, on the Twitter, on the Insta, and of course, now now on the YouTube. Um, show us some love, guys. Let us know if you want us to cover things. If anything we're missing, give us, tell us. You know where we are. It's the Var Bar Boys, and we're out. Peace. 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 Three point gang, talk to me now. So don't talk to me at all. Hey, hi.